Hey, 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 welcome back to the Triple Cross Podcast, baseball edition. I'm here with my good friend Justin, and we are going to be talking if women will ever be in Major League Baseball and a whole bunch of other things right after this short message. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Triple Cross Podcast. I'm Matt. That's Justin. We are talking baseball. Um, welcome back, Justin. Uh, you were you were traveling. You were a traveling man recently. Been all over the world. It feels like. I, yeah. I want to hear where where were you? <laughs> well, first up, Napa, which is not that exciting for a Bay Area person. But then I, I ended up in Wales conference last week um newport wales i mean it was cool they necessarily recommend you it kind of felt an office park but you know they still drove on the other side of the street and i almost got hit by a car a couple times so that's always exciting (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no it was uh it was a good trip got to take a train you know it's uh the uk experience so sure. was that was that work related or fun? Yeah, no, it was work related. Okay. okay. Yeah. Did you see any baseball there? Did I see any? There was no baseball there. Um, I stayed up really late. Ah, that's that's I stayed up late to watch a couple and watch the Warriors get knocked out, which is fun. Uh and then watch your team get absolutely demolished uh game six. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Well, I'm I'm glad you're back. Um, yeah. I, I have not been to Wales. I have not been over there yet. I'm yeah. I'm itching. Um, you know, huh. yeah. I don't know. It's a spot <laughs> that I have. I, I I've, I've I've always been curious. I studied abroad um, in Italy, but didn't make it over there. Um, so maybe one day. Would you recommend? It? Would you recommend it? Actually, not where I was, but okay. I think there are some other places in Wales. Like Cardiff was kind of interesting. Welsh um, accent very sing-songy, which and they're also trying to reinvigorate their their own language, um, which is interesting. So like all the signs are in Welsh and in English, oh and gosh. it kind of looks like someone fell on the keyboard. <laughs> and the, the first, there's tons of consonants, and the first. Time, I was looking at a sign. I thought I was having a stroke or something because I was like, wait, I can't. <laughs> what is going on? And then I saw the next. I was like, oh, no, there it is. Bus stop. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> that was that. I knew claim their independence and uh, reintroduce their language. But uh, it's crazy. Wow, that is that is, that is wild. Um I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're back on the show. Um, maybe I will pick your brain uh, before I head over there to make sure that I am fully prepared for any uh, strange um, things that may happen before I go. 
Happy um, to be a resource. <laughs> thank you. I, I, I will definitely lean on you for sure. Uh, before we get into the show, I do have to call out a few of our sponsors. Um, we are sponsored by Perk Chinos right now. If you buy two, you get one free. Um, so if you want to make your booty look good, all these guys out here, we got, we have options. I'm just saying we have options to make our booty look better. So Perk Chinos is where it's at. You buy two, you get one free. Uh, the link is in the description. So make sure you check it out. Also, we are sponsored by Yeats Sunglasses. So go to yeatsunglasses.com. Uh, use promo code belly up for 10% off and get some new cool shades. Um, also, we are giving away two free tickets to an MLB game of your choice this year. Uh, so the link is in the description. Make sure you click on that, enter all your information in, and you will be good to go uh, with a possibility of winning two free tickets to an MLB game, which is super awesome. Uh, also, we are doing a giveaway for every 25 likes on the show. We are giving away a $25 MLB gift card. So make sure that you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, um, and we are going to be doing a giveaway. We will be doing that all on playback. Um, so playback is another platform we use. Uh, there is a link in the description to playback. Um, so make sure that you sign up, make an account, connect your TV provider to that. Um, and we'll do that later on the show, but we are finally ready for the show. Um, Justin, I know, well, I don't know if you know, or you don't know, but the, the new schedule, this is something that we didn't talk about with the new rules, but it's just coming, re coming to life again is every team is playing each other this year. This is the first time in history. It's like basketball. It being done, and what well, what what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I think I mean it. It seems like it's going to more of like a basketball schedule, right? Where you play on. I think for baseball, it introduces fans that they wouldn't necessarily see on a regular basis. I think I was watching the Giants twin series, and um, I've been in Minnesota since the. The super, or whatever the what was it the, the Metrodome Metrodome Metro, yeah um, they haven't been in the <laughs> since the Metrodome which is like some time ago um so that's cool. also we'll make some trips check out all this and do you might actually be playing there so I, I like it I like it personally. yeah I do too um real quick uh yeah Justin if we have in a little audio uh issue on your end if if you don't mind uh reworking a little bit uh and then popping back in that would be awesome um okay. if, if you can do a little bit of things and i will talk a little bit about what i think about the uh the schedule everyone's playing each other i think that it's a good thing for the fans i like it um it kind of is getting a little blurry, though, right, between the National League and the American League and all the little divisions in between. So is this – are we going to a another uh, – are we are we going to be just doing NL and AL or NL East, NL West, and get rid of the Central? 
Because now if every team is playing each other, what's the point of having all these different divisions, things like that? It's it kind of just like it makes sense, I guess. The only reason why it makes sense is for playoffs. A little bit to some degree. But now we're having all these different types of uh, wild cards. So I like it from a fan's perspective. I do think that if this continues, we definitely need to uh, also rework the kind of how baseball is the divisions are, are broken down and things like that. Um, but I believe that uh, there are some other folks that are a fan of this. Um, I believe Michael last time, I don't even know, Michael, are you here? Uh, Michael is, Michael is here. Uh, but he said that, um, uh, that he does like it because he can see Otani play uh, at City Field. So there are some pros. Um, real quick, too, for the folks that are joining us, we are doing a giveaway tonight uh, for every 25 likes. Uh, we will do a $25 MLB gift card giveaway. If we don't get there, we will do a giveaway. Um, it just uh, is going to be a smaller amount, and that will be all on playback. Also, uh, make sure you click the link in the description uh, because we are giving away two free tickets to an MLB uh, show or show MLB game uh, this year. <laughs> All right, let's see if we got Justin back. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, well, we'll test better. it out. Yeah, we'll right test on. it out. Um, all right, so let's get back into. Uh, okay, I know this is your favorite topic to, to discuss Dodgers top pitching prospects making their debuts. We got Miller and Stone. I'm super stoked. Because the Dodgers, like, the, the starting rotation has just been totally injured. I watched a little bit of both of them. Um, Miller was throwing, like, 100, uh, like, without a problem. Like, it was just like... And they both got the W. So, super, super stoked for that. And, yeah, that's what I have to say. Justin, I know you're a little probably concerned that the Dodgers have new starting uh, rotation guys coming up in the farm system. i got to be honest with you. I'm not stoked that you have another flamethrower. <laughs> uh, <laughs> got to be honest here. I thought May was good enough. You know, I mean, that dude has a nice and easy 101. Um, obviously, he's had a Tommy John situation, but um, that dude is is nuts. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like the rich get richer. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know. I feel like the Giants aren't really in the in the, in an area where we can challenge you legitimately at this point. So, you know, we'll have do you, to. Do you think though, like there are teams, like obviously the small market teams, like the Rays, right? They bring up these guys and they're like doing extremely well. So, like on a level of, like when there's not big contracts involved, do you think the playing field is more evenly spread amongst all the teams? Uh, I think parity in baseball is probably lower than any of the other major leagues is what it feels like because there's so many ways that you can mess up and you, you need so many people to play. So it's like, it's, it's, I feel like it's hard to evaluate talent maybe and knowing how it's going to project or how, you know, this kid sure. in high school, is he going to be good at 26 or, you know, it's, it's tough to know. Whereas, right. you know, in, in basketball or football, it's, it seems like a lot harder for one team to be that much better 
than everyone else. Whereas in baseball, yeah, but you're like, not like shelling out. Trash. You're not you're not shelling out that much money to sign these guys, right? Sure, for the most part, right? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. So, like, I mean, at some level, like, they're I don't know. I I feel like it is a much more even playing field. Now they may have more scouts and like more resources and things like that. But like from a dollar's perspective, it's not, uh, I think it's much more even playing field um, than, yeah. I mean, the Giants have, I from what I have understood, the Giants have some good folks in, in, in the system right now too. Well, yeah, I mean, they've, they've been rebuilding the farm system yeah. for several years now. And we're starting yeah. to see some of the guys come up. Um, but, you know, they were they were coasting on the guys from the early 10s that were that are now aged or, or retired at this point. So it's like, you know, they hadn't really had a, a focus on developing or development. And the other thing is, like, there's no hard cap in baseball. Right. So, right. you know, some of these contracts, you're paying a guy two hundred something million dollars and he's not good anymore. Um, but that doesn't necessarily stop you from acquiring better guys other than, you know, your owner not wanting to pay that much money, you know? So, right. Yeah. Um, I think we have a special guest oh! joining the show. All of a sudden. <laughs> oh, we've got W AKA Warren joining perfect timing because we are talking about the giants having a farm system potentially coming to life maybe in the near future you don't seem so hopeful <laughs> well we have an interesting situation in our farm system where the guys that are coming up have been largely currently developed by the previous administration so patrick bailey mm. is really the first one and and schmidt uh, are the first ones that we've seen from farhan's uh draft and develop perspective and i will say Bailey has some soft hands. He is great behind the dish. So I am excited to see where we go from here. But over the last couple of years, actually, our rankings overall as a farm system have gone down. There was a moment there with Elio Ramos and uh, got a shortstop. I'm drawing a blank on who's kind of tanked since then. But we had a, a top farm system under Farhan's administration a couple of years ago. And we've gone down since then based on our developmental production. So I don't know. The Giants aren't known for developing hitters, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, you guys uh, hopefully will be picking it up shortly. Because um, the, the only reason, the whole reason I brought this up is because the Dodgers, two of their studs, got brought up to the bigs, starting pitchers. Uh, oh, Bobby Miller, Miller. And Stone, Bobby Miller and oh. Stone. Bobby Miller, yeah, he went five innings, five uh, Ks, got the win. Um, stud and stone Gavin stone. I mean, these guys, I mean, it just shows like how deep the Dodgers can go. Like they just, I mean, you got may and Urias and uh, Bueller out and you're just like, yep, I'm going to, we're going to throw these guys in like, that's just, yeah, it's, it's uh, unfortunate for the Dodgers that they're all hurt. Um, right. I will say is. Bobby Miller, that game with him and Spencer Strider, that was, that was the best promo for driveline baseball that they could possibly hope for. <laughs> that that was pure power. That was that was a production of two pitchers that have been curated in a laboratory. Yeah, it was it was fun to watch. It showed. Um, wanted to call out one other kind of 
thing I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this. The Jays won twenty to one the other day. Um, I don't I don't remember who they played, but it was twenty one to game twenty to one game. And I'm just thinking, like, why are we even? Shouldn't that game be called? Like, if we're trying to cut the time down on games, like, shouldn't we impose some type of like cap on what what the you know the runs are? Do you, yeah, you, you gotta guys... get home before before traffic. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't that feel a little bit like little league, little league, or yes, you know, rec softball? I feel like yes. In the pros, you just sometimes you just got to get spanked, you know, and take your. But like, if and, we're trying to cut on. the time, if we're trying to cut the time down, then why are we playing a game twenty to one? Is it just for the stats? Like, what's I don't understand. What is the, this the... straw man? Like, oh, we're trying to cut the time down. Like <laughs> the 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 measures that have been put in place by the MLB this year are somewhat reasonable you take out the the long walk around the mound the long walk around the batter's box multiple throw off yeah. uh, pickoffs to first base but what are you talking about like that i'm talking reasonable. about are you, like are you talking about playing a seven inning game with a 10 run rule is that what you're talking about some little league yeah i'm th- i'm throwing it out there yes i'm throwing yeah yeah out. no leave it to a dodgers fan to come up with some circus little league ideas. well you know the dodgers were only so insp- instrumental in you know uh having the first service african-american baseball player uh coming out west uh starting a farm system so you know the dodgers are actually are pretty fundamental in a lot of first things that have kind of stuck around are you equating breaking the color barrier in baseball <laughs> to a little league seven inning ten no row? i'm just saying dodgers fans can come up with good ideas that's it. Okay. All right. And moving oh. on. <laughs> huh. Okay. Um, so, no, are... I don't think it's a good idea, to, okay. to be clear. No, I don't like that idea. <laughs> okay. Um, I wanted to bring up uh, – I'm going to butcher his name maybe. Johan Ovedio throws an immaculate inning. He actually, uh, Pirates have thrown two this year. And for folks that don't know what that actually is, it's literally nine pitches and all of them are strikes. Um, and it, they're all, they're all strikeouts. It's like a perfect, it's like a perfect thing. It doesn't actually have to be a strike. It can be a foul ball though. Um, and no I balls. just, I, no balls. Yeah. No balls. I just thought it was a, um, you know, it doesn't happen that often. And actually, I looked this up. No pitcher has thrown more than one immaculate inning in a single game. Um, and I was actually talking with our background producer, Casey, earlier. Um, if we ever think that a pitcher will, like, throw, you know, maybe more than one, you know, immaculate inning. Pitchers are throwing 100 miles an hour right now. I don't know if you guys have, have thought about that at all. Um Love to hear your two cents. Uh, I I mean, I find it highly doubtful (laughs) that we'll see. I mean, it's kind of a fluke to happen at all, which is why it's so rare. And hitters are really good. Um, And I just have a feeling you might get a bunt down the line or, you know, something to to break up something that rare. Um, And also, it's just – I think it's kind of fluky in general. So, Justin, um, have you ever thrown an immaculate inning – with the ghosties no i have not i have not no <laughs> warren have you 
I've done better than that. I've thrown <laughs> an inning with less than nine pitches, and Justin has too. Okay. Neither one of us, I, I think, have done an immaculate inning with three strikeouts, right. but we've both actually done better than that, which is right. fewer pitches in an inning. Okay, right. fair enough. Gotten a lot of like, first pitch enough. outs, certainly, but yeah, not, yeah, you know. It's not very efficient, uh, okay? Well, yeah. <laughs> necessarily. Obviously. And, 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 just and it is kind of fluky because a lot of strikeout pitches, uh, you know, break out of the zone. So you get one hitter that spits on it. It's not like it's a bad pitch. It's just you're, you're in a great position. Now you're one, two, but he's set up for the next one. And that's somehow not an immaculate inning. If I do that and strike him out on the next pitch, I still consider that pretty immaculate. <laughs> oh, yeah. I totally agree. Maybe we need to reevaluate the term immaculate inning then. I don't know. No, it's still immaculate. I mean, it, it's, it's just it, yeah. who cares yeah. at the end of the day, right? It's like if it took you 10 pitches and no one reached base, no one's like, ah, man, could have been immaculate. It wasn't immaculate. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it just doesn't matter. No base yeah, runners. I mean, it, We're good. Yeah. It, it, it's like the superfluous stat of, you know, the guy that hits best after the seventh inning in night games south of the Mason-Dixon line in the American <laughs> League. Now – that right. record will never be broken. Also held by Tungsten Armo Doyle, but whatever. <laughs> fun fact. Um, also, fun fact: Correa, uh, Correa is out on the DL. And Justin and I were talking about this before <laughs> we went on the show, and I was like, "Dude, honestly, I think the Giants dodge one." Like, I mean, and Justin, you were you were speaking, you were preaching, you were like, "Hey, his stats. I'm glad we don't have him." Please, please preach. Basura. He's straight <laughs> garbage this year, man. I mean, and no offense. Obviously, that was very offensive. But still, like, I mean, obviously, he's <laughs> trying his best, I'm sure. But considering the amount of money the Giants were about to pay him and, and, the, and the production that we're getting out of a guy like Sable, who was a Rule 5 draft pick, like, uh, like it's just there is no Giants fan – who would be excited about this production from Correa right now, right? I mean, Hanniger is bad enough. And I think someone on the show had kind of warned us about uh, what we had in store with Hanniger. But, you know, maybe he's, he's showing signs of life, but uh, certainly be, the beginning of the season has been a little bit rough for, to this point, our, our marquee edition. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Correa certainly on Struggle Street. And it's not change of scenery. Like, he was there last year and had a good season. Um, it's just rough, rough. Yeah. It's kind of, it's a little bit like, um, uh, uh Turner on the Phillies, mm. right? Soup. I mean, he got booed the other day. He's in uh, be- His own mom booed him. <laughs> I mean, well, the dude was like on fire in the WBC. And then I guess, you know, that took a little bit out of him or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Warren, what are your thoughts? Are you glad that you do not have Mr. Correa? Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword. I mean, you get Correa or a marquee free agent like that, whether it's Judge or Harper, races that we've been in, I guess. It, it allows you to attract other players. And there have been some very specific, dis- some very dis- some very specific things that the Giants have lacked. That if we had attractive 
um, players to bring others in. I think it would have rectified. Um, am I glad we don't have Correa? Yes, I am. I, I was never a huge fan of that contract um, and what was proposed. It's but it's an old. interesting situation. I don't know if you start the year in 40-degree weather in Minnesota as opposed to in San Francisco. I don't know if the injury happens. Where he it's is 45 an elite player. And somehow we found Schmidt. So in hindsight, as everything stands right now, I'm totally fine. But at a certain point, we are going to need to bite the bullet and get a big dog, right? Like some star power. I need to be able to buy a Giants jersey. What jersey am I going to buy? Hanniger? Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to be here in three years. So it, <laughs> it kind of cuts both ways. Early well, this is a, a little bit like, uh, thinking a few months down the road, but the trade deadline is, you know, in a few months, do you think the Giants make any, like, moves, or is that just going to be all off season? I think it's going to be primarily off season because I don't see, to be completely honest and not to be pessimistic, but I don't see the Giants pushing that hard in this division. I think the Padres recover the Dodgers are the cream of the crop. You can't deny that right now. Uh, and, and what are we going to give up? Everything that we've built over the last three years? And for what? Who's going to be on the market? Another? <laughs> are we going to get Chris Bryant from the Rockies again? I, it's, I just don't know what the options are that are out there. You know, yeah. you could do a, a rental of, of a Juan Soto, I suppose. I mean, you are guys are going to trade in. Well, why would they I let him go? So. Why would yeah, you guys are one game. You guys are one game under 500 right now with huge bullpen issues i mean do you think the diamondbacks are going to stay on pace with how they are doing because the padres are they haven't played up to their ability yet i mean jd you've seen the diamondbacks what do you think man the diamondbacks are such a confusing franchise to me (laughs) like they (laughs) like they make moves drew headman yeah it's like they make (laughs) Oh, yeah, this is wild. They make these moves and then they don't pan out. Like, obviously, the thing that's sticking out right now is Bumgarner. And then, like, I think there was a report recently about how he refused to change anything that he does. Like, he refused to change his routine. And he was out of shape when he came back in, like, 2021 or 2020. Um, it's just – it's brutal. Um, the D-backs, they should be good. But – they have good pick. They have some good starters. Like I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand what's going on there. I don't. Get I see it. beyond the the veteran errors they've made, and, and I love Longoria. By the way, he's one of my favorite players of all time. Um, but between him and Bumgarner, that's a lot of money sunk into very little production. But the the team has some excitement to it. I think they are on the up. Uh, whether that's this year that they break through, or in the future year or two. They have a lot of good pieces, and they've always played the Giants tough. And frankly, I do. Yeah, close game late in the ball game with our starters out. I'm not betting that on the Giants. That's the other thing. Like to go back to your point about we have to get a marquee bat. I think, given where the the Giants play, I think it's far more likely that you get marquee starting pitching or relievers to come out here than to have a, a hitter looks at the numbers and the splits and is like, oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Do I want my numbers to suffer by going to this damp, wet place um, where the ball doesn't travel like it does in, I don't know, Cincinnati? 
you know Minnesota Minnesota yeah I mean (laughs) target field baby actually that looks like a pretty yard I'd actually want to go out there um it's on the bucket list for sure I actually did I I walked by it but it was in the winter so I uh yeah I was not uh, fortunate to go but it was nice I I looked I looked through the gates it looks really nice beautiful great story Hansel yes um, all right, we need to move on to our main topic of the evening. Um, now, this uh, recently happened. Uh, Olivia P- uh, Pichardo, I may be pronouncing that wrong. That's exactly uh, was, how her grandmother says her last name. <laughs> uh, became the first <laughs> female in history to appear in an NCAA Division I baseball game. Um, and this happened... Uh, let's see. Division one baseball. She's freshman. Um, How'd you do? What was the stat line? Uh, let's see. Swinging at the first pitch and putting the ball in play towards first base. Uh, I think, uh, oh, they would lose 10 to one. Um, what was her stat line? I'm trying to find it. But in the meantime, this brings me to the main question of, so we have a woman playing Division One baseball. The Giants, I I know had. I don't know if she still, still is. Still do. Still okay. Do. Still okay. Uh, first base coach, third base coach. No, she's she she was only in the preseason. Was she? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, first base coach. So bench coach or mm-hmm. hitting coach? Yeah, bench coach, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so women are making strides in baseball, uh, like. Big stride, like the biggest strides that we've seen, um, I, I think, probably ever in history. So then it's like begs me the question of like, okay, do we do we see in the future women playing in the minors, in the majors? Do we have a women's league? What is like the like the you know WNBA, but a, a baseball league? Um, uh, this is open discussion. Warren, take take the floor. What are your thoughts? I hope so. Uh, all I can say is in our adult league, that is not by any means um, championship level or anything like that. We're all in our you know mid to late 30s and trying to relive our glory days. But there's a woman in this league that pitches and she, my career against her is like over five with four strikeouts. She's got a nasty curveball. Um, so, I, like, it's absolutely possible. I think there's institutional barriers, and I'm glad to see them being broken a little bit. And hopefully, in the in the future, we see a little bit more. Yeah, I I I tend to agree. I think that look, there have been plenty of softball players in the past, and I'm like, yo, she could probably strike out a lot of these big league. And they've, I, I remember Jenny Finch, she would like, you know, throw against some of these uh, major league guys on like a practice field or whatever and just strike them all out. Um, so I definitely think it is, it's a good thing. It's a right step. Uh, it's, it's a step in the right direction. Uh, I think it will take some time. Uh, there's going to be a lot of, um, you know, I'm, I think there's going to be some challenges naturally, um, but I think at some point, like we may see like more women on minor league teams, maybe even the majors in the next, I don't know, 
five to 10 years. Um, Justin, what are your thoughts? Uh, <clears throat> I think it's highly unlikely that there's a professional women's league. Mm. Um, just because I feel like Major League Baseball has its own issues with fans and, and things of that nature, which is why they've made such drastic changes to the game itself over the last few seasons. Um, but as far as women talent making it in in even the minors, I think so, sure. I think the hardest thing is seeing it because we haven't really seen it yet. And, you know, right. I think change is difficult and no one – I mean, we, we're – as human beings were resistant to change, but I think, um, you know, there are plenty of women that throw mid to upper eighties, certainly. And that can be effective. I mean, the giants have a right-handed pitcher that tops out mid eighties, you know, and now granted he's kind of a, a, a sidearm underarm kind of guy, but he still gets out, you know, and that's really all that matters, right. Is can you get outs? Um, can you upset the timing of a hitter? And certainly I think, I don't know that Ginny Finch is the best example because okay. um, the way that a softball behaves is completely different than the way For that sure. baseball. So it's like, I think if you give, like, I think I saw a rod and Barry Bond strike out against her, but I feel like if you yeah. gave them some time to see some pitches and not just one or two at bats, I think eventually they'd put it in play. But I think um, certainly women are capable of playing baseball at a high level, particularly at like pitching or something like that. Um, second base, like what, you know, like outfield, like, sure. I mean, yeah. there are plenty of athletic enough women to do that, but do we have the base in the younger ages to get the talent up? Right. I mean, I feel, I feel like it was a decade ago that there was that little league. Uh, oh, uh, she played in the league little league world. world series. Yeah. Where she was, yeah, she yeah, was yeah, throwing yeah. gas. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know what yeah. happened I to her, that. but I mean, right. I remember, she was yeah. she was killing it, right? Um, but it's like, that. where's where does a girl like that go in high school? Right. At that time, now obviously now we see a, a D one woman playing, and I think it's just seeing someone else do it means that other girls can do it as well. I went mm -hmm. to high school with a girl that played baseball for a little while, and then she started a softball team. Um, but it, I think I mean obviously this was like the early two thousands, and I don't think the Ready for it and there were some older players that kind of made it very uncomfortable for her to play um but she was she could i mean she she threw as hard as you needed to she could play you know so i just think it's about opportunity and for sure um letting girls and women know that this is a possibility and then you know who knows what where, where that goes but i i think it's unlikely that we have a standalone women's league just because Baseball seems to have a hard enough time generating um, revenue. And, you know, I don't, I don't know where the fan base comes from to support it, you know, and that, I think that would be a shame. So, right. There's not like a funnel where like basketball, like in high school or soccer, right? You, yeah. Or soccer, you have like them already defined. I mean, the only thing that I can think of is like if you just took women's softball and you just made that a women's baseball team, mm -hmm. but then it's like, you know, that, yeah. I mean, first of all, Jenny Finch, I think, I don't know if that's true, but if you gave her a baseball and you gave her some time to figure it out, I bet she could throw gas. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Maybe was, not. She was not a short not. woman. You know, she she was yeah. a tall lady. Um, yeah. the, the other thing is um, throwing underarm is way easier on For the arm sure. than throwing overhand. So, uh, 
For you know, sure. they can pitch complete games and then pitch tomorrow. You know, that kind of stuff would not happen. Um, yep. But it's like, it's a shame. You'd hate to see the sport of softball disappear because clearly a lot of girls and women like playing it. But I think the way Title IX works is it's like, there has to be an equivalent sport. Yeah. And so it's like softball, baseball. And so um, I, I think maybe it makes more sense to integrate some girls that don't maybe like softball and want to play baseball into onto baseball teams. Um, but I mean, I'm all for it if there were, if there was enough interest to have mm-hmm. women's leagues, mm-hmm. but I just, I'm not sure there is at this point in time, right. not saying that there won't be. It's just like right now it's hard for me to visualize it. Yeah. Well, we're in, we're in a situation where, you know, we're on the up. There is a, a women's professional league that does exist. Um, the all American girls, uh, professional baseball league and and i don't know if it's the same iteration of that league but i i do know that when i was in high school at at a, a summer camp there was somebody from the uh, a woman from the professional colorado team that came to do a, a guest session on on pitching uh so it, it does exist but the awareness is is one of those things that having women progress through uh you know what we would all consider the, the highest level of the game and, and into the professional ranks of the major league baseball uh, institution can only help. And Justin, definitely to echo your sentiment uh, that high school teammate was legit. She was good. Uh, Oh, one other thing, actually our high school, um, the baseball coach, I believe is a woman also that plays in the women's league. So, you know, yeah. San Francisco, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's I think it's cool. I um I think it's good for the sport too. Like overall, it's just like a good thing to have everyone be inclusive. Uh I do agree with you, Justin. I think it won't be a separate league at least to begin with, but um we'll see. We'll see how what happens. I think also having this first woman play in Division 1 as like I think that is going to open a lot of eyes to younger women up being like oh i can actually play baseball and that is like the first uh um first domino to fall and so we'll kind of see how that unfolds but it's exciting and i'm looking forward to seeing what happens um i want to kind of move on to a new uh little segment that we have not done on the baseball show yet we have done it on the basketball show so if you folks are on the basketball show you will recognize this segment before we do uh make sure that you like this video also we are giving away 25 dollars for every 25 likes i'm not sure if we're going to get there we will do a giveaway on playback after and if you have not already filled out the form to win two free tickets to a game of your choice please click the link in the description um all right so we are going to be playing a game so I'm going to ask Warren, tell me something that you ate yesterday. Oh, this is super easy. Uh, so my wife and I went out to dinner at this awesome local Italian restaurant. I had a caprese salad and a penne con sugo. No meatballs, uh, just a penne and, and sauce. Uh, and Does love the penne. It was amazing. Love it. Okay. So let, let's go with that. Let's go with the penne. <laughs> Justin, give me 
three adjectives to describe the penne that Warren ate? I mean, just I'm just guessing. Juicy, succulent, which might may or may not be uh you know synonyms. Uh yeah. Um tasty. Okay. <laughs> Juicy, succulent, and tasty. All right. So this is the, this is this, this is the game where it's foods of the league. So based off of juicy, succulent, and tasty, okay. we okay. have to come up with a player that is currently playing that is juicy, succulent, and tasty. <laughs> All three or one wow. for each. That uh, this is going to take a turn. I think. I mean, um, this is going to um, – we'll try to hit on all three. If we can't hit on all three, then uh, we will we'll kind of deviate. Wow. All right. I feel blind. So for folks that are watching, if, if you have any ideas or thoughts on who is juicy, succulent, and tasty. <laughs> I mean, playing just off the top the of league. my head, you know, a Giants player, maybe like a Jock Peterson might – might fit mm. you know juicy jock okay. juicy jock juicy oh adam says julio <laughs> rodriguez okay okay <laughs> a guy from the past maybe uh like a uh a fielder prince fielder you know a blast from the past think- it's definitely juicy if I'm thinking juicy, honestly, my first reaction is Juan Soto. Mm. 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 Okay. He's got some juice see, to him. See, Otani's tough. He's got a tasty arm, but he's I mean, kind of slender. We can go easy. Justin, we can make this easy. We go Barry Bonds is the juiciest. <laughs> well, that <laughs> that's, is, that's hard work and dedication, juicy. Warren. I, <laughs> yeah. can't, uh, I can't go down that road with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is he tasty, though? I don't know if Bonds would be tasty. Daryl Strawberry, that's hilarious. Daryl, uh, yeah. Dale Strawberry was uh, pickled appropriately. It's like a aged, <laughs> you know, smoked ham. Hmm. I'm thinking of like a lot of adulterants in maybe that particular. Mike Piazza. <laughs> Mike Piazza. Are, are we still doing juicy, or we moved on to succulent? No, we're we're trying to come up with all three. I think that's oh. gonna be tough, man. Yeah. So okay. So yeah, we're saying with juicy. This. Can we can we go okay. succulent now? Let's just talk about succulent. So okay, if, I, if succulent. I'm thinking succulent, I'm thinking, God, just a wicked two seamer. Ah, uh, man. Uh, I want to say it's a couple years old, but Jordan Hicks two seamer at 103, mm. pretty succulent. Mm-hmm. What about? Uh, I think like Mo, Mariano Rivera. As a succulent yeah, cutter. cutter. Yeah. Cutter. Cool. What was the last adjective, Justin? Tasty, I think. Tasty. Tasty. Tasty, tasty. sorry. Tasty. 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 Is that like a curveball? What is, I mean, like, what is, what is tasty? It's whatever you it's whatever you can concoct in your brain at what would be tasty. I think uh, Matt Adams. A tasty swing would be like a King Griffey, maybe? On Clayton Kershaw is pretty tasty. <laughs> Wait, say that again, Warren. Matt Adams, remember, in the playoffs, dropping a three-run homer on Clayton Kershaw? That was pretty tasty. Uh, yeah. 
Mm, okay. We're not talking about specific moments. We're oh, talking yeah, about almost a player players. in general. Oh, oh no. You're hurting oh, his feelings, dude. Limitations now. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh tasty. You know who I think is tasty? Frank Thomas. The big hurt. <laughs> the big hurt. Uh that dude saw a was couple tasty. commercials. Saw a couple commercials with him in there promoting that, some I mean, testosterone set, supplements. I, clearly. Uh, the women in the commercial thought he was tasty as well. So, you know, <laughs> that, that oh, seems I like, to check out. I like Adam Adam's uh, response in the chat. Felix Hernandez was was pretty succulent. Like succulent. that whole repertoire. Oh, that was that was pretty good. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, I can get down with that one. Hmm. Tasty. How is yeah? Hard? Really? You have like to be like a very. I'm thinking of also like. Uh, mm, where does Aaron Judge fit in those? Because he is beefy. You think? Oh, you think he's beefy? Yeah, but you didn't get the meatball, man. It's right. not. Well, maybe I'm glad that the Giants didn't get him too. <laughs> that seems highly unlikely. I think we would both be happy to have that particular uh, David specimen. Ortiz, Michael that's a, that's Scarlett. A big, it's a big contract, dude. I I don't yeah, know. I I think there's my, a middle ground in this. Probably I don't know if David trade, or, David Ortiz fits any of those. He fits I don't know juicy. Ortiz. He's juicy. He's juicy. Yeah, he's juicy. Yeah, but he's not. He's like yeah. Mm, yeah he, he was in the report too, I believe. You know, people he don't was. like talk about oh, that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he was. You know, big pop. Yeah. Mookie Mookie Betts Mookie Betts is tasty. Yeah, I don't like I don't that think one. He has, but yeah, I don't think he I, has I have that much like. It. No, because t- I mean, Tasty is Tasty is versatile, like him. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. he's playing second base and apparently shortstop. Like, yeah, what is going on? That's just it could it could be Italian food, it could be a burrito. It, I mean, it's just tasty either way. He's just mm. suave, very suave. Smooth. Smooth. Um, well, this was a little fun rendition of foods of the league. We may play this again. Um, well, now that right. I know what it is, I, I'll probably choose different words in the future. Well, yeah, now yes. now you know Thanks what it is. <laughs> well, I kind of wanted to like real, real interesting. You're I wanted kidding. to throw. I wanted to throw you guys for a loop because it's always fun to make sure definitely thrown. You know, I feel definitely uncomfortable. Thrown. Like the time when uh, you know I was I was with Warren and I was like Warren, I got a surprise for you, and he didn't know what it was, and it turns out we're in a driverless, fully autonomous car. In San Francisco. And he and... knew I was terrified of this beforehand. <laughs> Booked it anyways. And, and before that, the driverless car was stuck in the middle of the street <laughs> being honked at by like an 18-wheeler because it wouldn't move. And um, yeah, so I like to throw you guys um, little surprises. Nothing like, you know, out of the, out of the ordinary. But um, keep going super toes. jarring. Still super jarring every time I see a car with no one driving it. Super jarring. Well, you know what? On that note, I would definitely go to more games when there are driverless cars, especially in LA. Interesting. Because like it's a pain, right? You gotta sit in traffic, you gotta pay, I don't know, $25 for parking. But if there's like a- <laughs> $25, that's cute. $25, that's cute. <laughs> that's the metered parking is more than that. Man. What are you talking about? LA prices. Same thing. Oh man. But like actually, if we think about this, how it's I mean, 
this wasn't on our to-do list, but let's go down this road. Full, with fully autonomous cars, do we see better attendance at, let's call it every professional sport, including baseball? Because I think that actually, that would help for sure drive attendance. Man, you know, I don't, I really don't know. Here's my, my, my theory is that the product is so good from home or from a bar that it's hard to get people to pay for tickets in ballpark session prices, mm. like in the convenience of it. That's, that's my, that's kind of why I think attendance is going down. Um, okay. But you know, that's just my two cents, but I, I, I mean, mean, certainly if you don't have to, but like there's already Uber, right? So, I mean, imagining that that becomes way cheaper because there's no human being on the other end of it. Maybe. Yeah. But, well, I'm you know. I'm actually thinking, sorry, to be more specific, I'm thinking of like in LA, there's no traffic getting to a Dodger game. That like what? Because, yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm envisioning. So like, I think why that there be traffic because there's fully autonomous cars and they're all talking to each yeah, other. Yeah, and I want helicopters that'll take me from my front doorstep to the ballpark. Come on. Yeah, man. and you know what, what Warren? That's here? coming down the road because of Uber helicopter. They're building heliports all around the, the nation. But that's a, that's a little that's a little bit dicier because you're flying in airspace and all that kind of stuff. But I do think that look, for me for for folks that are sitting in traffic like in LA or let's call it New York or I mean even San Francisco, if you can like alleviate that, I think that helps drive people to the games. Yes, I can take an Uber, but I'm still sitting in that. Justin, he he thinks driverless cars that serve the same function as Uber are gonna alleviate traffic. This guy That's the so part cute. that I didn't that, that that math isn't mathing for me exactly. Okay. Um, okay, but, fine. <laughs> but like you I know mean, what? Listen, I, I like going to games. I personally like going. I yes. go, I take Bart and walk, or <laughs> if I'm running late, I'll I'll rent one of the city bikes and ride the rest of the way, which cuts down the travel time considerably. But uh, no, I don't think that driverless cars because the way that the driverless cars currently operate does not make for smoother driving currently i mean it, it's it's more like what is this thing doing what is it going to do it takes too long at stop signs it, it's very indecisive but yeah i don't see that necessarily um okay. so i guess that's another no for me sir well you that's know gonna what i'm gonna have me, i'm gonna have my guest elon on the show one time and you guys can debate it with him and we'll go oh from god there. that's not great <laughs> um have, i have all right questions crash spaces slightly deviating from driverless cars going to baseball games which i'm super excited about by the way um be an early adopter so that's great that's i will be an early adopter. warren you're gonna be coming to the game you're gonna you're gonna be the guinea pig on that one Um, i already was and it was a terrifying ride i was uh justin and i were actually talking about this uh before the show started and we'll kind of end on this note but Mike Trout uh, tied DiMaggio in home runs, um, like all-time home runs, with like 361, 362. And I was like shocked that Joe D only had that many home runs. Justin, I know you had some interesting thoughts on this, but uh, please tell the folks what you were thinking. I just – it to me, it's like he's – like one of those like golden esque era players who played for the Yankees. And I don't, 
I don't know that he seems like he's a larger than life kind of character, not necessarily specifically for his home run numbers, you know? Um, so I just, I'm not shocked that he didn't have 500 home runs because hardly anyone did from that era. You know, I mean, 46 bombs in a season, like, what was it? 46, right? Uh, or was it 56? For how many, oh, for how many he had? No, for like the AL's record for home runs in a season, right? Like, uh, Judge just got it. So, I mean, it wasn't that that right. many home runs. And so that was an extreme year. And this guy had, look, he had 30 bombs occasionally, 46. Uh, but he had 12 and 14 years. So, it's you know, it, it, he wasn't, a, he wasn't a, a power hitter in that regard. Certainly not by the 2000 standards, you know? Right. Or I think, standards. well, you know what threw it off? I'm looking at his stats right now is he didn't play because he was in the war. That also helps. So he missed <laughs> he missed three seasons. Oh no, wait. Uh, yeah, Will, he missed... Willie missed some seasons too, just for the record. You know? 40, yeah. 43, 44, 45. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's a huge gap. And then he only he played until he was 36. So if he played, you know, two more years. Yeah, I mean, but at the end he wasn't really well, 51 was a rough year for the bombs. Yeah, I, only hit I mean, he hit so in 50, he hit 32 home runs, 49, he hit 14. I mean, yeah, he definitely dipped down. I don't know. I was kind of shocked that um, he wasn't. But now that I'm like, oh, he missed time there. But he's got a park in San Francisco. Yeah, Joe D. Used park. To hit tanks. At Big wreck, baby. He used to hit it to the street. <laughs> did tanks. he? Did he? Did he really? I mean, play this, there? Is, this is like Paul Bunyan. Like, I don't know. I, I wasn't there to see it, but that's what I heard. You know, so I'll go with it. <laughs> Warren, are you surprised that he doesn't have 500? I mean, before we... Are... No. No. No, not at all. I mean, <laughs> no. I think he played 36 to 51. 15 years minus three for service. Like, good for him. Yeah. Thanks for your service. But also, no. Uh, not surprised he didn't have more. I mean, he hit his, high, his highest home run total was... 46. That's uh, in, in 1937. Yeah, yeah. And never. And he was married to Marilyn Monroe. Nick that again. I mean, that probably was a little bit of a distraction. Slight. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Fifty. He was already out of the league, so I mean, uh, probably okay. not. I mean, <laughs> but it certainly or... added. It certainly added to his legend. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, he. I, I don't. I, I've. I've always thought of like those guys that play with the Yankees as uh, just like. Almost all of them having 500 home runs. I don't know why that is ingrained in. Yeah, mind. that's that's problematic for your knowledge of baseball. Like Phil Rizzuto was not a good. Hitter. Well, Phil, like, yeah, I know Phil Rizzuto. Phil Rizzuto is not a tier one A baseball <laughs> player. Okay, but Joe DiMaggio is, I would consider, a tier one A baseball player. But I think mm. that's also fantastic Yankees branding, right? Right. So you don't How many really other think about what their stats? numbers are. You just think of the player like, oh, this guy was great. He was a Yankee. Yep. You know? He only won, he only won the World Series nine times. I mean, like, yeah. yeah whatever. I mean, yeah. No, Who's let, going to the All-Star game the, 13 games? Let's bring the Yankees bias more recent. Like, Derek Jeter was a subpar shortstop for the last 10 years of his career. Ooh, Ooh, hot take. Subpar. I mean, let's be honest. He wasn't he wasn't a great matter. shortstop. Defensively, certainly not. 
And at but the he end was of his not. Career, he became a double play liability. That's why they hit him first instead of second because he kept hitting his double plays. Was, you know, the leadoff has a very difficult time hitting into double plays. <laughs> yeah, and you would, and I would probably consider Jeter a tier one A like baseball player. That reflects more on you than it does your opinion of of Jeter. Okay. Put, put another way. If uh, A-Rod was already on the Yankees and then Jeter came on, I don't think he's playing third base. I don't think A-Rod is moving to third base. You know what I'm saying? Not a chance. No. And that was the huge argument at the time, which is hilarious. Well, um, anyways, uh, Trout is is going to pass him, and Trout is on the pace to definitely hit, I think, well more than 500 home runs. Um, and we'll see. How old, how old is Trout now? Is he is he thirty? What two? Is he that old? No, I don't think he is. Uh, let's see. Mike Trout is. I mean, if he's that age, or younger, he's thirty one. He's thirty one. He's thirty one. Oh my god! Close. Yeah, he's going to have a number of more productive years. This is going to be great. I'm going to yeah. love to see what he does for the rest of his career. Yeah, and also do that in my fantasy team. I would consider him a tier one A baseball player too. Just for the record, his arm's really weak. He's, he's actually he's pretty juicy. Oh, that's right. I mean, we kind of we we missed that. That was a he might even bring be it succulent back. and tasty. He might even be succulent. And yeah. what was the third one? Tasty, tasty. Ta- yeah, I think he he may be the trifecta. He may be the answer to that question. <laughs> you know, and I feel I'm sorry, Mike. I apologize. I wasn't thinking about you because you play for the Angels, and unfortunately, <laughs> despite having two all-time players on the team, somehow still trash. I don't get it. Where, where did, so Otani? I would say is more tasty. Okay, he's tasty. certainly he's not, not juicy, juicy at all. No, no juice no. really, except no. in the arm specifically. Right, right. Yeah. Um, well. Guys, we have gone through a fantastic episode. Um, I appreciate you both for being on the show. Talking wait, about... wait, wait, Kinzel, Kinzel, one yes. thing before you yes. before you wrap it. What is yes. your favorite? I'm curious about this. What is your favorite uh, City Connect jersey? Oh well, I mean, all right. Since you're asking, because now we have to just pull it up. No, I'm just, uh, I'm just curious. I just want because you 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 prime me for it, and now I'm curious. I did prime you. I I didn't know if we were gonna get at everything. We've got a few minutes. We're gonna pull up the City Connect jerseys. Um, give us a a, a second here. Well, oh, I, I have an this opinion out. on this. Okay, and it's not the Giants, um, unfortunately. Let's see fair. here. <laughs> that's certainly fair. The creamsicles yeah, are amusing. It's the only jersey they have with white in it. So, oh, that worked out actually really well. All right, so uh, these are the City Connect uniforms. So we've got the Rockies here. Yeah, no, I mean, not, nah. not feeling it. Nah, no. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It looks like it's for a um, Tic Tac. Move on, move on, move on. Let's go. We got thirty. <laughs> White Sox. Fan of the White Sox. I, I like, like that this. one. Yeah. I can, I can get behind I that think, one. well, this reminds me of the game they played in um, Iowa 
Yeah, Field uh, of Dreams City, game. Yeah, Field sure. of Dreams a little bit, but they have a di- they had like the old school uniforms. Reminds me of that. Uh, this is terrible. I'm not a fan of this. This looks Marley like a cas- niche, niche. This, this looks like a casino uh, in Vegas, like um, what Circus Circus. <laughs> this looks like a Circus Circus. Logo. But like Mike, from, wrong. from like the seventies, though. Like not <laughs> Seattle Mariners. This is one of the biggest disasters I've seen from the I think City Connect. Reminds line. me too much of the Brewers. <laughs> like throwback yeah. Brewers jerseys. Like I don't like yeah. it. The. <laughs> The, Isn't the that cherry blossoms is a choice? Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. I think is that it. That's he also fun. doesn't play. Oh, no, we got here. We go. Padres. I like the Padres. Um, it's got some. No, that's awesome. I I have a skin like that in my Call of Duty group. Uh... <laughs> okay, then you're a fan. I like this. Like I see to me, and I know that this is maybe wrong, but San Diego reminded me too much of Miami Vice. You know, yeah. even yeah, though yeah, it's yeah. like a slightly different color scheme but oh my that's what my where my brain went and yep. like miami had such a they could have gone down that road and they decided to go to trashville instead which i don't get <laughs> i don't this get is it. totally a circus circus for sure all right so uh, we're back at three. Come on. We i know well, i was just showing i was just all right we got boston random random yellow Dog this yet. is ucla colors it's random. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I'm sure if you're a Boston guy, you can explain to me why that is the color scheme they went with, but I, I don't get it. But the, this I don't is literally... Get, I don't want to get it. Move on. This is cool. I like the Astros. Space City. That that makes sense to me. Even though yeah, I don't sure. like the Astros. I mean, the, Rangers? the name of the team is space-related. So, yeah, I get that. Right. This is yeah. a little... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't get it, but that's probably just because I'm. Oh, I've there. seen these. Yeah, Diamondbacks. Do they have to play without hats? <laughs> Stupid. Maggie. Warren, do you know? Do you know what that means on their shirt? I think I you can figure even it out. Read that from here. <laughs> probably, probably Diamondbacks. Yeah. Uh, no, it just means snakes. Yeah. Oh, we're going through. Ooh. Okay. These these are my favorites. This is what I was waiting for. The Reds. The Reds. I like the yeah. Reds. This looks like, like Darth it. Vader. It reminds me of the Niners, all blacks. And... It's hard to go wrong with red and black as a color scheme. If we're honest. Mm-hmm. Angels. That's that's weird. They're boring. Those are boring. But it's better to be boring than terrible, I guess. So. Brewers. Yeah, okay, Brewers, Brewers are, are terrible. You don't like what? this? No. Honestly, the Seattle Mariners have a better Brewers jersey than they do. Yeah, so exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. These are terrible. Uh, 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 not good. Yeah. Come on. I mean, people people hate, although they have a great record in those particular jerseys. In, but yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Royals. That's, this that's is... cute, I guess. Yeah, that's a leave it as well for me. Yeah, I don't special there. Cubs look like a throwback, really. Sorry, haven't they been relegated? (laughs) I don't really. Well, it's okay. Uh, Braves, cool throwbacks. I like it. Yeah, they're the throwbacks. So yeah, it's cool. Dodgers, yes, for sure. I don't like the blue pants. It looks silly. The blue pants are silly. I don't know why uh, Bellinger's on there, but that's another point. 
I mean, Baltimore. he was really good. You remember, remember when he was really good? Yeah, I do remember when he was really good. <laughs> and it was terrible. Baltimore, that's just like, I don't know. That's no edge. Just, I don't get those either. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go with you on Sensi. I like those. I like those. Oh, yeah. I think that's that's it. Yeah. That's all or at got. least that's the only team. Let's that see have your them, auto populated ad. Wait, scroll down a little bit. No, uh kidding. anyways. <laughs> this is gonna, okay, cool. Well, we right just on. went Sorry through the yeah, no, wait, but what was your favorite? You didn't say. I mean, okay, if I don't go with the Dodgers, because that's like they're terrible. Odd, like, so yeah, I, I actually like the Padres. I think the Padres are fun. Okay. It's fun. The what the your, Miami Vice your... vibe. Yeah, it's supposed your... to be like like uh Baja California, like that kind of thing. Yeah. But I definitely yeah. get Miami Vice from it. So, you know. Justin, I don't yours? mind it. Like that I mean, if that was what the what the Giants did, I'd be like, that's a sweet jersey. I'm gonna get that. I don't know. I mean, full disclosure, I do have a Giants uh, jersey. I do. I do have one. Is that your favorite? Oh, and and the hat those? to match. I, I, I do have all that. The hat to match. I got it all. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that I'm your that favorite guy. one, Justin? I mean, if, if I was telling the truth, because I'm such a homer, probably. But uh, I do like the way the Cincinnati Reds ones look. Those are. But again, it's hard to beat red and black as long as you don't do something goofy design-wise, and they didn't. Um, but, you know, a couple of these teams just shouldn't have done them, you know. But what are you going to do? You know. Warren, is your since your favorite? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it kind of – honestly, it kind of mirrors our Oakland Ghosties blackout uniform. We got um, black jerseys, black pants with yellow highlights. So, right. it, it you know, it gets close to home. And also, I think it's the most badass. It is fun to mix up the jerseys. I think they should do it more often. I don't know. I don't think it's pulled out as often as I would like. Well, I think it but... depends on the team, probably. Yeah, and you don't want to do it too much where it's like, oh, they're just wearing, you know, this. Well, again. it's like the Giants Tuesday night home game jerseys. Oh, right. right? That's what right. they wear. So, right. Just one thing on the on the on the D backs. That's like the equivalent of the Gigantes or like Los Dodgers jerseys. <laughs> yeah, like, it yeah. is. Is it really a city connect or is it just your like Latino heritage night? I don't know. It's yeah, I don't know. It, and it's also <laughs> a random color scheme for them as well. Yeah, it's like a it's it looks like a like a brown like mustard color almost. I don't get it. Again, it looks like yeah. desert ground, I guess. We can go there. I think <laughs> I, I think we collectively Sandy. us three could come up with better uniforms for some of these teams. That may be a project they hire us for. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think they yeah. should have also incorporated their original color scheme into the City Connect yeah, in some way. For sure. You know, at least but... do the cutoffs. I mean, what happened sure. to like the honestly oh. the best jerseys? I love yeah. those. Yeah, like the old when, the old Rockies jerseys Luis, with the yeah. like Carlos right? Gonzalez. That was oh yeah, that was legit. Yeah, yeah that should bring. I mean, I remember in the World Series, the nineteen nineties, no two thousand one Diamondbacks. Yeah, they had those jerseys then. Yeah, the cutoffs. Um, Sorry, I got you off. I got you off track by asking that last. No, <laughs> you didn't get it off. You you just added some extra bonus footage for for everyone who's watching and listening. Um. But cross-referenced if, uh, style <laughs> style channel. Yes, <laughs> um, guys, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, everyone who is watching and listening, thanks for joining us. We are going to be doing a giveaway. 
Um, we're going to be doing, a, I believe it is a uh, $10 giveaway on playback. I'm going to check the numbers to see kind of where we are on how many likes we have because uh, I am doing the full um, operating here since we don't have any background. Yeah, we are going to be doing a $10 giveaway on playback. The link is in the description. Uh, so make sure you head over there um, before we end here. Uh, it's playback.tv backslash triple cross. Um, I am in there already waiting for everyone to join. All you have to do is make an account and then link your TV provider. We'll throw on a game too. We can watch games on there. Um, Warren and Justin, it's been a long time since you both have been on the show. Um, <laughs> But I'm glad to have you back because having you both back gives me a lot of ammo to work with and <laughs> color commentary. <laughs> and I enjoy having the, the bickering that we do. Justin, by the way, that hat is super cool. Baseballism, baby. Yeah, I love Baseball. it. Yeah. Let's go. Baseballism. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Little oh, yeah. plug there. Oh, there um, <laughs> guys if you want to head over there you're welcome to if not then that is fine uh there's a shout out to the ghosties if you there are in is. the oakland area make sure to check out the ghosties you can see warren and justin play live baseball um until next time uh this has been the triple cross podcast baseball edition and head over to playback otherwise we will see y'all later right on. ciao take it easy